welcome to the FBC Global Missions Podcast. And my name is Jim Poole, one of the missions pastors of Fellowship Bible Church. And we're going to uh, visit uh, today with one of the members of our global family, Cedric and Pauline Chippendale. And they are in South Africa. And so thank you all, Cedric and Pauline. We really appreciate you guys uh, being able to uh, be with us today. We're happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And so three weeks ago, around about three weeks ago, uh, there was uh, heavy rains in your area there. Um, and so there was a lot of flooding and uh, particularly in your area. And so you guys are have gone through and are still in the middle of uh, of dealing with the uh, the effects and the uh, the devastation there, the flood there uh, in your home. So, um, why don't you guys share a little bit with us about like what what happened three weeks ago and and and, and how God's worked and where you all are now with with um, with the flood. We are um, in George. We have a an unusual amount of rain. We knew that it was going to rain, but we had no idea that it's going to be this heavy. So um, on three weeks ago, on the Monday morning, yeah, it rained throughout the night, the Sunday night, some heavy thunderstorms. And um, we had about 130 milliliters, 150 million millimeters of water, rain water in two hours. So it was an enormous amount of rain that came mm. in. And, um, um we did we thought we thought we'd be okay yeah so i normally i normally get up in the morning very early the um the office that i normally use the uh, carpet was soaked because the water was coming through the uh, sewage system so the the uh the commode was overflowing the showers were overflowing and um we had this uh, uh we had this muck coming through uh from the raw sewage combined with water Wow. Um, to the house. Um, I went on, went on to wake up the, the everyone. No, no. I, did, I, see, I looked out by the window and I saw that uh, the, the fencing, which is made of uh, the cement fencing, was down, uh, which means during the night uh, mm. the water was so much it pushed the fence down and looked out through the. We have a sliding door, glass sliding door. And I felt I was like I was, uh, I was looking into an aquarium. <laughs> so the water no. was uh, back, and uh, and I was on the other side, and then I woke up the, the family, yeah, so, uh, Donald and Pauline, myself, told them it's flood, we better better leave. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard the rain, and oh, okay, it's raining, and then you know you doze off, back to sleep, and then a few minutes later you hear, oh, but it's raining really hard. Mm. I was kind of scared because I've never heard it falling that hard and that long. Mm. But I didn't bother to get up and open the curtain to see, you know, what it was like outside. And then laying awake, dozing, laying awake. And the next thing I heard was Cedric shouting, it's floods. Mm. And I jumped up. And when I got onto the ground, I mean, I came to, to the hallway, it was water rushing in 
water just wow. coming. And I don't know, within a, a, a few minutes, was it less than minutes, mm -hmm. the water was just rising, rising. We were standing in our pajamas mm -hmm. in the water. And I didn't look out the window to see. But then when we went to the living room and I saw through the sliding door on our porch, the water was just rising, rising, rising. Mm -hmm. Looking out the window on the other side, you saw the level of the water on the outside was higher than the inside. Mm -hmm. So like we, it was like we were trapped. And all I could say is, Jesus, help us. Mm -hmm. What do we do? Lord, help us. And, and and it's a good thing we had Donald here because I'm I'm sort of in a panic because I'm standing in water and water's outside all around the house and it's coming in by the back door. It's coming on the porch. It's coming up through the, the 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 showers and the bath and the toilet and what do you do? So he wow. was the one who was thinking and he said he said we need to break a window. And I'm thinking, oh. okay, I'm standing here with this small window facing the road on the outside, and there's a little wall. I can just climb out the window and stand on the wall, and I'll be okay. Mm. But um, then, then he, he and I said, come break this window. And then he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's checking the flow of the water coming right. around the house toward the big gate and going down the road towards our right. And he said, no, it's okay. We can open the door. The water won't push us back if we mm. open the front. So that's when we opened the front door. And all we could do was grab a jacket because it was pouring outside. Mm. And bare feet, no shoes. Some of the shoes that was on the floor, we could just grab them, throw them on the couch, or throw them on the beds. Mm. You know, we had no idea how high the water was going to go into mm. the house. And that's when we, we we went out the front door and luckily our, our gates could open eh, the remote yeah. control gate. Um, so what, uh, what happened was the the, um, the remote control, the devices were under the water, submerged in the water. Mm -hmm. But uh, the week before, unfortunately, uh, probably the Lord's that's doing. That's the Lord's doing. That, the, um, <laughs> the, motors, uh, the motors went out. Yeah. There was a power surge. So we disconnected the gates from the from the from the from the motors. Mm. We were able to able to manually. open it uh, open it manually. Mm. Okay, so that's how we got out. Yeah. Okay. And uh, with the force of the water, um, we had uh, the one garage door with my son's park in his car. The water was pushing the garage door out. Mm. Um, oh boy! And um, we basically opened opened the garage door so the water could be released. Yeah. And um, and then we have we have basically evacuated the house. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, neighbors, neighbors next door here. They, they weren't so fortunate. Our neighbor next door here, he was completely locked in his locked house. In. Yes. Um, he couldn't get his gate open. Um, he had a son, like a seven-year-old boy. Yeah. Put him on the put him on the fence. There's a on, on the. Well, yeah. So I, I I was able to lift him from the pillar. Mm. Into into a dry place. Yeah. Um, wow. The, yeah. the family, the mom and the dad, they had to break a, a portion of the fence. They had to bend it so they mm. could get, get out. Get out. Mm. Mm. So. And um, I mean, mm. people were coming down the streets and stopped, stared and looked, and they saw the direction the water was going, and then they would turn around. Mm. But 
chaos. chaos. In, mm. in that, it was just pouring, pouring, pouring. Yeah, so, so that's what um, I was going to ask um, So when you guys uh, finally were able to, um, you know, make your way out of the house, uh, where did where where did you guys go? Um, oh, I, I I called one of church uh, members. Yeah. Church members. It's a it's an elderly couple who lives around the corner from us, and I just told her what happened. Um, they they their house is higher up, so they weren't affected in the same way as we were they had water but it didn't go inside the house okay. so i called her and told her that we're sitting outside and this is what's happened and she said oh come you know come come around you're welcome to come to our house and mm. you know dry open so they gave us some of their dry clothes to put on and um uh, cedric had to buy shoes he had to send uh, donald to the store to go get him a pair of shoes to put on because he had no dry shoes <laughs> and so on but yeah we spent uh, we said we spent a couple of hours there at the house waiting for the rain to stop because mm. we wanted to come back to assess you know yeah. what's happening in the meantime mm. uh, uh, an, another family from the church they were in the same position that we were a couple of streets away and they called the pastor he, he came and helped and with a couple of men and then while we were sitting at our friend's place they they called us to say that we're right here we're right here in front of your door um the waters you know subsided. it's subsided now and gone down the road can we can we come help so we decided to wait a little bit longer right yeah we first wanted to assist it was to still see, raining but, yeah so when we eventually got into the house we realized everything was soaked um mm. we had this uh, brown grimy mix all over <laughs> the mud yeah the way uh, sludge. the sludge that's the right word it's the slide with the water mixed with sewage, mm -hmm. and it was in all our cupboards everywhere. Yeah, um, and, um, and in the kitchen, in the cupboards, kitchen, in, your, in the fridge, in the freezer, uh, everywhere, everywhere. And then, oh, um, wow. when we started cleaning, of course, we couldn't. And then, then one of the church, one of the older guys, just called us and said, One of the elders, the elders, yeah. yeah, he said, Look, I'll, I'll be there in five minutes mm -hmm. to mm. say the word. And then he came over and um, brought his equipment. Another elder. Another came. elder came, brought their brooms along. Yeah. And then a family. Uh, then one of the younger men came. Oh, Jason. Jason came, um, mm. started cleaning. Then a family, family with five children. <laughs> yeah, they came with the whole the whole family came. All the children under the age of eleven. Eleven. And mm. uh, they started cleaning them, cleaning the sludge out. Uh, wow. We had a constant flow of people. Yeah. Of people coming in, people that people we uh, calling and were you calling know, offering help and so on. Mm -hmm. People that we mostly were part of our something like Bible study and so on. Because mm, uh, yeah. we have a Bible study group on a uh, Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And that whole group came to help mm -hmm. during the day. And so by the end of the day, we were able to at least clear them, clear the worst, the artists. word of the sludge out. Mm -hmm. But even though the house was not livable, but mm -hmm. uh, then uh, the church then came along and provided us with meals every mm -hmm. day, every day for a week, I think. Yeah, we were mm -hmm. well fed. While we, while we were cleaning up the house, um, some many people offered up their homes. Mm -hmm. Says, "Come sleep with us. It's fine. Uh, don't mm -hmm. worry about it." Mm -hmm. uh, and so we were able to get a lot of support from the church. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they were just. 
incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, many of them just came in. Yeah. Didn't say much. Brought in the brought in the the cleaning cleaning mm -hmm. uh, equipment. And started cleaning. Mm. Um, and at the end of the day, we had one of the younger men came in. Uh, he said, "I heard about your distress. Mm -hmm. He just joined. Um, I'm just wondering if you could help." And so he came. Mm -hmm. So my neighbor, who was a pagan, <laughs> was um, we were talking about all of us suffered damage, and he was saying. Where does all these people come from? Yeah, mm. yeah, people are just flowing in and out all day. And I said, well, they are from the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he just, he couldn't believe, just didn't see a church function in that way. Mm. Um, that uh, people would come and help with no expectation of reward, anything like that. Mm. Just desire to serve. I think that yeah. was, uh, uh, they, yeah. they left, didn't wait for a thank you. Um, it was really touching to see mm -hmm. that function. Yeah. yeah, for me, it was, a, it was really a humbling experience because there were two of the elders from the church. I mean, never, never, ever thought in my wildest dreams that this man would come and clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, in condition that it was, it was terrible. But they came and, mm. and the family with the children, it's like we, we, we just met them not not too long ago yeah. in our Bible study um, group. Uh, they are new to the church, but um, this guy he was the first actually to call and say, "I'm I'm here. I'll be there. Just say the word. I'm mm. on my way." From mm. he came from the next little town. Actually, from the next little town, he drove all the way down here with his mm. whole family, with their buckets and their mops and brooms and stuff to come wow. and clean. So. Wow. That was for me, I mean, it was a really humbling, humbling experience and and um, um good to see that people are, are willing to reach out, people are reaching out. Uh, I felt that um sense of community, you know, mm. that mm. Uh, care, people and and they're willing to help. So that yeah. was really great, really good. Yeah. Um, just so, to see. Yeah. And I remember that uh, in the, was it last week or the week before, two weeks ago, I uh, thanked the congregation for their support. Mm. Mm. Okay, and, the thanks for the yeah, service. And I, and I quoted John 13, verse 34 and 35, uh, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another, even as I have loved you. By yeah. this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have mm. loved one for another. Mm. And and my neighbor saw that, he saw, mm. he saw the love of Christ. Mm. Being displayed mm -hmm. in the life in the life of of, of, of God's people mm -hmm. and being expressed through service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I could not have um, imagined. We could not have imagined that kind of a response. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And yeah. um, every day made sure that we had meals. Even it was we were not in a, um, a position to cook meals. Yeah, there was no time. No time. Yes. We were cleaning all day, <laughs> every day. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the more you get the dirt out, it's just more. Oh boy. <laughs> and it's still, it's still, it's still showing up. Oh boy! Yeah. Wow. Later, because now it's drying out, and yeah. so yeah. So now the muck, mm -hmm. as it dries, it turns to dust. Is that is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, boy, I, yeah. I cannot imagine uh, what that would be like. Yeah. Yeah. Everything clothes shirt clothes shoes curtains furniture everything mm. is destroyed yeah mm. 
It's messed well, up, that's... it's destroyed, it's dirty. Yeah. Well, that's um pretty, I mean, that's that's a tremendous story to hear of the body of Christ, um, you know, showing the love of Christ the way that they did uh, to you guys through the flood and um and then the, and then your neighbor you know seeing the love of Christ through the body of Christ like like you said there um yeah so in the middle of in the middle of our trials we know God's using it to show his to show his goodness and to show his his kindness even in the middle of trials tribulations and sufferings and um yeah. so yeah that's that's um how about how about like um anything particular or specific for you guys like personally um um that you know the lord's um been taking you guys or showing you guys through in the past three weeks that you guys have been going through um anything anything um you know personally and with you guys in the Lord having to walk through this trial or this um, this this tribulation with the flood that you're going through? For me personally, it's been, I guess, a humbling experience uh, to realize that um, what the what the Apostle Paul writes about in Romans chapter eight. Romans chapter eight, yeah. God, uh, all things work together for those. Good for the Lord accord according to his purpose. And we tend to uh, emphasize the, the positive side, but sometimes it, those negatives where we are seeing the sovereignty of God working even in disasters. Mm -hmm. um, the, my, my trust uh, in the Lord is, uh, is not determined by the circumstances that I find myself in. Mm -hmm. That I, I need to keep on looking to him, um, even when ultimately it's only earthly possessions. Mm -hmm. When those things fade, um, do I continue to trust him even more or do I lose hope on that? Mm -hmm. I think that for me was the idea that um, even though there were times I was doubting God's goodness, but to realize that even God is sovereign, and God has his hand in everything, even though at times it's not obvious. Mm. Um, is, like I said, my neighbor, whom I never would have spoken to, he said to me, you know, we know each other uh, by last names and so on, but the first time we had an intimate conversation <laughs> and, 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 mm. and this disaster brought that, brought that about. Mm. And and to see a Christian love to a church. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that was worth it. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah for me, um, just to continue to trust the Lord. No more. Mm -hmm. To, I mean, uh, uh, um, and, 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 and to hold on to whatever you have, your, your things, your stuff, hold on to it very lightly. Because mm. like, just like that, it can go, you know, like things that we had in our backyard standing, it just floated away with the water because it came down like a river. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we don't know where it landed. And we've got other people's stuff 
in our yard. <laughs> we don't know where it came from. Wow. And um, yeah, just to to um, my, my uh, some of the another lady in, in our in our group actually was asking me. So, did you have a good cry? I said, oh, no. I cried. <laughs> I was like, cry. I mean, it's a, it was a scary situation that I was in. It was very scary, but yeah. I didn't cry. Only, only that Monday night, I couldn't sleep because I thought of what could have happened. Right, right. And 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 I was kind of panicky. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't fall asleep, and I said to myself, "It didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I this could have happened. That could have happened. That could have happened. It didn't. Mm -hmm. God's hand was on us, and yeah. and and His yeah. hand always been on us. You know." always protecting us wherever we went, whatever happened, mm -hmm. he always protected us. So, um, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't cry, but yeah, I, I, I was scared. But I said to her, you know what? It's just walk things. And she said, yes, I, I know, but you know, you, you think about it, you worked hard for it and this and that. And I said, well, you know, it is what it is. It, it, um, we are still alive, and none of us got, got hurt. Mm -hmm. and, and, I mean, God has been good to us, in, in, even in this. Yeah, yeah. Even in this, um, because Amen. I heard stories after. I heard stories afterward about people who got injured. A man who fell in his hallway because the, the floor was slippery, and he had stitches, you know, oh. in his head. Uh, a man who's a uh, uh, um, his uh, glass door, the sliding door, it 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 cracked and and just the exploded, yeah. exploded. The water rushed in, and huh. he had to grab his little boys and jump onto the table in the wow. kitchen where he was busy uh, making a breakfast for them. Mm. He had to jump, and, and then children, afterward, the kids didn't want to go back to the house. They were afraid. Mm -hmm. yeah? So many things could have happened. But it didn't, didn't happen. Right, right. God was there with us. Yeah. 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 Amen. People tend to make light of tragedies. Mm -hmm. um, and, but it's not, it's, it's, I guess for me, it was, yeah, it is a tragic and it's a devastating event. But it's, it's for me, it's just part of the Christian walk. Um, mm. It was never a time where God promised a life without, life of ease. Mm -hmm. um, but rather, uh, for me, and I think uh, Tim McManigal used to say that God, that the, the point of the Christian life is to focus on Christ. Mm -hmm. And the, the, um, the danger of us is sometimes that we get distracted by things around us. Yeah. Um, for me, it just, for me personally, it just made me more, the need to focus on him more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and suddenly that which I taught for many years became, became, became a reality. Mm. <laughs> your home. Yeah. And so, yeah. And the other day, we, last week we were in Cape Town. Oh, yeah. And we were we were sitting with our son, but Daniel works in Cape Town, so we were, we were trying to was get... His birthday. was his birthday. and and so on. So all three of us were around the table having that, having dinner. And it suddenly struck me that all three of us should have been dead, mm. um, just by God's grace. Mm. Uh, Pauline had the cancer mm. uh, about 
14 years ago. And mm. she had a, it was a very serious form of cancer. I, as you know, had a thrombosis from Malawi. And wrongfully diagnosed. Wrongfully diagnosed. <laughs> and then Daniel, Daniel had a thrombosis as Literally well as a pulmonary embolism, yeah. which he survived. Yeah. And so all three of us were sitting around the table. Mm. And I think about God is so good to us. Mm. Yeah. That um, our two other children, which is Daniel, Donald, and Nina, would have been alone. Mm. Um, but we, we preserved our lives in yeah. spite of our circumstances. Yeah. Amen. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be able to, you know, have such confidence in 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 God and in His plans and in His sovereignty and in the goodness and in the heart of God that going through the flood and then going through in your mind, you know, the things that God's taken you guys through in the past you know, 10, 12, 15 years. And to be able to, to have, have just such confidence in God that it brings that rest, um, you know, not only yeah. uh, the physical rest, but then also the spiritual rest um, where we're, you know, where you guys are, you know, sounds like you're able to, you know, just gen genuinely rest in the Lord despite what's going on around you. Um, that's what a testimony to, to the faithfulness of God and his heart for us and us as his children and you guys as his children there um, in South Africa. So um, uh, just just kind of where are things with putting your house back together? Um, what are the, well, what are uh, the repair, how are the repairs going? What's, what's, what's that like? We, um, we, I thought we had a, it was, what, what the flood did, it, it highlighted some of the structural problems in the house. And when we lifted the carpet, uh, we found that in the study, the floor was uh, was disintegrated uh, because the when it was originally constructed, uh, the contractor uh, used shortcuts. Mm. And so the insurance uh, refused to cover that. Then. But uh, as the Lord has provided the funds and fellowship, we were able to Hit out of the uh, left the floor, take mm -hmm. it out, dig up the whole floor, and relay the concrete, relay the floor, and and then um, and and uh, that's been done. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a lot of work, but uh, we they dug it to the point where they could get to the soil, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. from soil up relay the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So that floor is now sound. Yeah. Um, we did the inspection under the, the insurance. Um, it's not going to cover. The repairing of the fencing. Mm -hmm. South Africa has a very high uh, crime rate, and um, and we we have high fences, but the the, the the volume of the water destroyed most of the fence, so mm -hmm. the house is quite exposed. So um, we the insurance would only cover the the easiest part of the fence that needs to be fixed, mm -hmm. but the more difficult parts they won't cover, no more expensive parts they won't cover. Okay. So um, we'll have to. So, so the, that we thought it was only the cost of the floor, yeah. Which we and but now it's also the, the repairing of the fencing, which okay. they will not cover. Okay. So that's a lot of money because the yeah. fence, the, the fence was on four in four places. Yeah. And, like and one, one on the other, other side. side. Yeah. Okay. Fence away with, with mm. the. 
So that's how that's where we are. But now South Africa, because we're heading towards Christmas, which is in two days' time, yeah. all the contractors are on holiday. Yeah. They okay. taking summer break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will only return mid mid January. So then they will continue with the then we'll know whether when they will start doing the repairs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we have a lot of big stuff inside the house yeah. that we have to repair. So right our major concern is the fencing that mm-hmm. needs to be replaced. Okay. Um so I know last time I was speaking to Scott and I said, well, it's only two and a half thousand, two thousand dollars that was needed. Mm-hmm. But that the children's weren't gonna cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they sent me another letter not going to cover the fence also okay said, okay okay and then i tried to feel it and they said our decision is final yeah oh, okay yeah. I'll, I'll review it yeah yeah so do you know what the additional cost of the fence is we calculated on the one side it's about well, four and a half thousand dollars yeah, yeah okay okay yeah all right we, we, got, we did another inspection of, before we went on to make sure about our figures. It's quite a the damage is quite extensive. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never realized never realized how how costly these fences are until the insurance told us how much it's going to cost to fix. Yeah. You know the, the yeah, assessor yeah. actually yeah. came yeah. out. Yeah. How much is going to cost? Yeah. Well, well that's like it. you guys said. Um, you know, as you guys look back over your lives, 10, 12, 15 years, you know, you've seen just the extreme faithfulness of God in your lives. And, you know, I can say the same thing for, you know, Rachel and our family and the boys. And as we look back over our lives, um, you know, we've seen it, we've seen the exact same thing, the extreme, extreme faithfulness of God in our lives as well. And so we know that uh, he will continue to take take care of us and he'll continue to provide for our needs um whether it's the wall that needs to be rebuilt or whatever whatever it is that you guys need to to get things back yeah. to where they need, need to be there for yeah. you yeah for sure yeah. yeah and so um our previous so we like to be like nehemiah <laughs> so that's right yeah i was thinking the same thing yeah yeah our previous <laughs> podcast we did um we had um we had simon uh from nairobi and william from Wabuye, and um we we referenced you guys because um uh cedric you were supposed to go to nairobi and be a part of that conference there with with william and simon and obviously yeah. due to the flood and the airport being shut down and your house being, you know, completely um, flooded and, and you know, complete uh, disarray there, you weren't, you weren't able to go. So we heard about uh, you not going from their side. Um, so share this a little bit about um, you're not going um, from your side. I was um, I was I was all set to go that to go that, day. that same, same day when the flood hit. Same, was, same day. To, so you were supposed to leave the, I, the same day it started to rain. You were supposed to leave. Yeah, yeah. but wow. I, I went to the I went to because we had to do the COVID testings. 
-hmm. before you leave. And the lady said to me, uh, come back just before you come back before you go to the airport before you leave. Yeah, we'll do the test for you. Then we get the most accurate mm. measurements. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, I, you know, that I, I am. Um, so the rain we couldn't go yet because of the the weather. Mm. Um, I had to cancel the flights. But I was really looking forward to to being there. Uh, mm. I spent almost two weeks, three weeks, just preparing to go and win. Imagining how the teaching would go and things like that, prepping the teaching, going through my own notes, uh, speaking to Simon, speaking and, and William. We were really looking forward to going. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to going. <laughs> um, made all the arrangements, paid what needs to be paid, and so on. And I was I was really not I was really disappointed. Yeah. Not, not be able to go. Mm -hmm. It was for the first time in um, almost two years. Almost two years, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last time I went up, I was in Malawi, and the day before they shut the borders, I was able to make it back into the country. In time. Mm -hmm. In time, yeah. yeah. I left Malawi, I was with, um, with John and his group, and we had some, we had a great time. And I came in and I realized something was wrong when there was hardly any passengers at the airport. Mm -hmm. But the next day, they shut down the borders. Um, but then this time was the first time I would have gone um, yeah. to go up. To be yeah. there in person, so I was really um, heartbroken, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your Zoom is Zoom meeting, but uh, the in-person. I was really looking forward to the in-person meetings. <laughs> oh yeah, the guys there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Scott and I can relate to that hundred percent. You know, it's good to see people through the screen and talk and teach and share and spend time together, but. But like you're saying, we also are looking forward to when we can, you know, see people in person and, and, um, you know, you know, you guys weren't able to make our conference here in October and, you know, we're just like what you're saying, we're looking, looking forward to seeing you guys in person, you know, when we can too. Um, I have to say though, um, you know, God, as we are talking about, you know, God, you know, is in all the details. Um, nothing escapes his his plan. But had you left one day earlier and been in Malawi, then Pauline, you would have been there by yourself for the flood. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that what we said. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I thought it's wonderful that um, uh, yeah, because I was talking to the elders in the church and. They were praying the week before for me going and all that, mm -hmm. and just realized that I left Sunday, mm. which, was, which was the original plan. Um, then Pauline would have been alone, yeah, battling this. Yeah, yep. yeah. So praise God that He worked it out that way to where you yes. were you were around and you weren't you weren't there by yourself, Pauline. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm really glad for that. <laughs> I but... bet so. I bet so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for being with us. We really appreciate you sharing uh, your story of the flood and and um, uh, but more importantly, sharing of God's faithfulness through it and uh, with the church and being able to be a witness to your neighbor and, you know, what what God's doing in your all's lives, you know, through this disaster. I think I think, um, yeah. as I said to you many times, you know, we you know, we, we like to highlight the good things and we like to highlight the, 
the mm -hmm. success stories and the stories of you know of outreach happening and people being discipled and people getting saved and things like that but i think at the same time you know we, we we've got to be realistic and you know yeah. everybody around the world us in the states or you guys there in south africa or you know our global family in asia um you know gopal is just he just went through a surgery um you know just uh, just last week so our you know we got to be realistic and know that there's there's trials and uh sufferings that we're going through as well and so yeah. it's it's um it's it's good a time to talk about the difficulties that we're going through in our lives knowing that god's using them yeah. for his purpose to conform us to the image of christ so thank you all very much for mm -hmm. for spending time with us and and pauline it's great to uh see and be with you we see and we're with cedric a lot but it's nice to see and be with you too <laughs> Thank, so you. thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank Appreciate. you for your prayers. Thank you for the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Appreciate mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm.